The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, Players Lounge, coming to you in two spots. We've got the safeties, Danny McRae, Barry Church, back at the Star in Frisco, Texas. I'm Newey Scruggs here in a very, uh, very warm Oxnard, California today. I was out there on the tennis course for Mike McCarthy's press conference. Had had a hat on and, and just, you know, braved this this heat sun is beating down on you on this tennis course, but we did it here. So we got 45. We're going to a 45 today, talking a whole lot of Cowboys football here. Gentlemen, how you doing back there? I miss you guys. I thought he said I something about say, some, I miss you guys. I thought he said something about some braids. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't had braids. <laughs> Middle school, we all had them froze going. Nah. I can't believe you going up there talking about it's hot. I can't believe you had the audacity to say it's hot out there in California while we over here sweating like. Well, I ain't gonna say. We just sweat. We just it's, sweat. It's, <laughs> they knew it's hot. It's hot, but I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It's Friday. We we moving into the weekend, and I, I'm feeling I'm feeling real good. My mama's birthday was on the 27th, so happy birthday, oh, mom. Happy birthday, That's right, Dukes. Happy birthday. I saw. I, I saw the picture on Facebook. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, for sure. Yes, I'm good. It's a good day. It's a good day to talk some ball. Okay. So I just guys, I want you to know that it, the heat is relative to where you're at. So while it's 69 degrees is what it says on the thermometer, anybody could tell you who's out on these tennis courts, it's it's more heat there. It's just a different kind of heat than you're used to. So, it, you know, my, 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 my deodorant is running. All right, I'm going to say that right now. My deodorant is running. So the, I just wanted to say, what I'm trying to tell you is warm here. It's warm, okay? It's warm for where we're at. Got on the T-shirt right here. Can't even wear the jacket anymore because it gets warm out there at McCarthy Press Conference. So I'm just letting you know, man. I'm out here sweating, getting it done for the players' lounge because that's what I do. It was 109 all last week. Here, I ain't talking about. Okay, Nui. We listen. We on your side, bro. We know it's hot. It's warm. It's warm. We appreciate you going out to Cali and getting the job done, man. We appreciate it. That's right. You guys are inside. Hey, I'm glad you guys are inside enjoying the AC. So that's that's good stuff. I want to. I want to start with something Mike McCarthy said to a question I asked. I said, "How is Anthony Brown doing right now?" And AB had a pick when they had the first practice two-minute drill. um, Ran a pick six back, and he said the media is not giving. Anthony Brown, enough love, and he says he loves what he's doing at camp, and he said he felt like A.B. was playing well last year. So I love that. We know Kelvin Joseph is a the guy they drafted, and they were looking for him to do more. McCarthy had good things to say about him. But Anthony Brown clearly is not trying to give up his spot in this camp on this football team at all. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why the man's playing so well. He heard what McCray said a couple years ago, talking about his real contract. That's why That's why the man, you know what, I'm going to prove to McCray and the players lounge that I'm a real cornerback out here with a real contract. And the man is balling. But in all seriousness, the guy played well last year. A couple deep balls here and there, but as a corner, you're, you're going to get beat. But overall, I think he played consistent, and I think he played strappy ball out there. So if he can continue to do this, I mean, that'll be a nice one-two combo with him and Diggs on the outside. Yeah, listen, I'm going to give Anthony Brown last year, He was, a, I think he was one of the top five players on the Cowboys team last year as far as performance. I think he, he went out there and he did his job. He got some pick sixes. He was a guy who who wasn't giving up many passes. Um, I thought he did great. And to see him continue to get better is amazing. Now, what, now let's see, this is what, let's get back to what Church is talking about. What you talking about, man? What you talking about? Now, 
He got a real contract, okay? I already said that. But what we know is they got you on a steal, your first uh, your first deal. They did. And they did. your second deal was a real nice contract for a safety. It was a big boy. Byron Jones had made $80 million, and my man A.B. went down there and made almost five, six times less than him. He did. Is, is what my point was. And if you look at the film, I can guarantee you that it's very comparable to how these two dudes that had played last season. Like, A.B. made some plays. So, shout out to him. Anthony Brown, you balling. Keep it up. Can't wait to see what you do this season. It, it, it is early, though. I will say it, it is early. And, you know, everybody looks good in shorts. He, he, everybody looks good in shorts. Uh, listen, he's played good in pads last year. He All did. Right. He All right. did. So, it's, a, so, so it's on tape. It's on tape. <laughs> he on has tape. his resume out there. Huh? It's on tape. Listening to Mike McCarthy, he, he spoke about how well he's played, but that also he's developed into a leader and that he had spoken about the Cowboys not forgetting what happened in that 49er loss. So uh, I'm going to try to get out here, talk to him either today or tomorrow. And by the way, when you start checking your Cowboy roster, Anthony Brown has changed his number. He's now number three on the roster. So when you're looking for him, he's number three. If you're looking for Jordan Lewis, he's now number two. Okay. Yeah. Hey, swag. I, I, you know, I'm, yeah, at first I was kind of shaky on the number change. I was like, I don't know about this, but the boy's looking kind of sweet out there with the single-digit <laughs> numbers as a, in the secondary. I mean, when we was playing, you had to be between 20 and, what, like 40-something, 49 or something crazy like that. I played with a fullback number my entire career, but that new number change, I, I can kind of dig it. I mean, it has a little swag to the secondary in the back end. I would just say this. This is this is a the, the perfect example for you to see what we were talking about when we said, hey, that Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, and all those young guys were on the up and up before Mike Nolan got here, right? Yeah. And then when Mike Nolan got here, we thought these were totally different players. Let's release them. They're not playing well. And then you see them get another good defensive coordinator and what type of players they can be. All right? So I don't want to hear anybody say that it wasn't Mike Nolan. It was Mike Nolan because all these players, Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown, they all look like totally different players. Look at Trayvon Diggs for one year with Nolan to one year with my man Dan Quinn. Yeah, 11 picks. <laughs> 11 picks. Let me ask y'all this, though. I know, we, you know, the, the secondary, they played together great last year. This will be another year they can compound on that and get it even better. But do either of you see any of these young rookies, like a Nation Wright or um, boss man Fat Kelvin Joseph, cracking that lineup of the of the top corners in the secondary right now? Because right now you got, you know, Diggs, Brown, Jordan Lewis, and then you got the two safeties back there. Do you see any of those young guys cracking the, cracking the lineup? Uh, yeah, if they, if they have to line up up and dime or somebody gets injured i think i think the guy the three guys the trayvon diggs jordan lewis and anthony brown they have solidified their spots right it's on tape that they they that the coaches trust them and know that they can get the job done when they're out there on the field so unless somebody gets hurt i'm not seeing boss man fat come in but i i, I can't see dan quinn making sure he puts those players in position when they get on the field to make some plays um, lo love that, that that thought process. Uh, Kelvin Joseph was a, was a name that came up in Mike McCarthy's press conference today, and he said uh, he's worked really well. He also said that he's done well in special teams. He said that he's been back there with C.J. Goodwin and that he's um, he's done well, and he said he's looking for him to make the jump. And the jump, and you guys know because you went through it because you played in the National Football League, they say the biggest jump for a player is from year one to year two, and Kelvin Joseph is in that jump. Um, we spoke last 
last year about guys going from that rookie year, having dealt with COVID and, and, and the Mike Nolan, you know, issues to, to making jumps into that year, second year there for them. Uh, I, I'm looking for Kelvin Joseph to improve. And so far you're hearing um, Dan Quinn talk about that. So Israel Amukawabu, I saw him out there a little bit yesterday. I, I'm going to see how these guys do, especially once these pads come on here. But I, I mean, Danny, I got to go back to something you said on the players' land last year that you believed when Dan Quinn got here that he would make a difference. So I'm really excited to see what they could be in year two. We talked to Diggs after that first practice when Anthony Brown picked off Dak Prescott. He's like, hey, that's a standard. That's what we want to be around here. That's what we're expecting. So if they can get a pass rush here, guys, if they can get a pass rush and stop the run, the DBs have an excellent opportunity to have a year where they're taking the football away. And Lord knows they're going to get tested in week one and week two with Tom Brady and the receiving core he's got in Tampa Bay and the outstanding receiving core that they've got in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow week two. It's going to be it's going to be a heck of a task these first two weeks. I mean, I just looked at a poll uh, before I got in here, and they say that the Cincinnati Bengals got the number one receiving core in all of football. I mean, you're talking about Jamar Chase, uh, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins out there. So they're going to cause fits for any secondary out there. But like they say, you can never have enough covermen. You can never have enough rushmen. And right now, I think the Cowboys, barring injury, are extremely deep in both uh, position groups. I, I just encourage everybody to go back and look at the film for the Seattle Seahawks Hawks when they had the Legion of Boom. All right. And I'm not saying we got a Cam Chancellor back there that's going to be, you know, scaring, people, off, scaring yeah. people from coming across the middle. But when you look at the technique and how they turn the ball over and how, how people were scared to go at certain players, I think that is going to be the same thing you're going to see with the Cowboys this season. They are going to get their hands on the ball. So quarterbacks are going to be a little weary about when they should throw it, where they should throw it. And I think that's going to play, play in our favor uh, as the season goes on. You're listening to the Players Lounge right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Barry Church, Danny McCray, back at the star in Frisco. I'm Newey Scruggs out here at Dallas Cowboys training camp. Dak Prescott turns 29 years old today. The quarterback market for contracts has skyrocketed past Dak Prescott. <laughs> so many people at the time, oh, he's getting $40 million. You can't give a guy $40 million. It's going to top your salary cap. People are blowing past it now. And, and now... You've got Kyler Murray, who does not have the homework clause in his contract anymore. <laughs> Apparently, the Cardinals, the Cardinals decided there was too much made about their quarterback and people questioning, questioning him that they've taken the language out. And they even put the video when Kyler Murray gave his press conference yesterday talking about the contract. And I'm just like, you guys are the reason why people are talking all about this. You, the Cardinals, you did it. So apparently Kyler Murray doesn't have to study uh, four hours a week or you get fined. I'm oh, well. I'm going to tell you straight up like this, okay? I know Kyler Murray wasn't studying. You know how I know? Because in that press conference, I didn't hear him say nothing about it. You can go check with my coaches and they'll tell <laughs> you that I'm, I'm one of the guys who stay late and I'm stuck. You didn't hear none of that. All he said was, you you can't question my uh, work ethic, right? I play baseball and football. You ain't going, I'm not going to allow that to be in question. He said nothing about film. He didn't. He said nothing about film. All right, nothing about how long he, he be in the film room or how he be with his receivers. He ain't say nothing about that. You know why? 
Because it ain't getting done. You don't want the receivers to be like, man, this dude ain't watching no film with me. <laughs> you know that's what's being said, too, in the locker room. Just like, man, I don't know what they don't know why they took that thing out. You know that boy don't know what, you know, cover three and all that. But why why do you think they they took the language out of there? I mean, if you, you put the language in there, he signed the contract. It is what it is there. I understand, you know, the backlash and everybody was getting on Kyler Murray, but it, 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 that's what they put in there. And I mean, people are going to see it. So I, I, to me, I don't understand why they would take it back like that. I mean, it is what it is now. And hopefully the guy can start studying some film and get the job done. Hey, why take it out? They probably told him when he was reading his agent, they was like, hey, man, this standard. All right. This, you put this in everybody's contract. Like that, like that uh, Randy Gregory? Hey, this, this is standard right this here. Is standard. Right? This is standard. Then he found out. Nah, uh, he, he called Peyton Manning. And he was like, man, we had nothing. Hey, he was like, oh, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. All right, y'all got me. <laughs> got to be more careful before you sign on that line, man. Randy Gregory out here. Sign to Kyler Murray, man. You ain't got to study no more, bro. All right? You, it worked out for you. All right? You two time pro bowl. Hey, you should, you should thank the media. <laughs> Saved you four hours a week. <laughs> Did you see that one that that one thing on Twitter where they got says Kyler studying they got a person laying on the bed and then they got some mannequin head Boy, go in there and just hit rewind every five minutes. Yeah. Like, all right, let me, let me tell him. I'm rewinding this real he quick. Done, no, he don't got to do none of that. Nah. <laughs> but if I'm Kyler Murray, I, mean, look, look, I, I don't give a damn. I mean, you giving me a hundred and five mil guaranteed? So you can put whatever you want in that contract. I'm get, yeah, I'm getting a hundred and five. I'm good. I don't give a damn what nobody says. I don't give a damn I think the Cardinals realize that they made themselves and their quarterback, their franchise quarterback, look bad. I mean, nobody knew any of these issues. I mean, just as you talked about, Danny, you guys know, players know who's putting in the work. You know, it doesn't lie. Uh, There's no secrets. Okay, there's no secrets. Well, this was a secret known inside the Cardinal organization. But now they just told the whole world how they feel about the quarterback. Hey, man, we'll give you this money, but we really need you to show up here and spend four hours. That's what they were saying. Okay, and they can sit here, tick, tick, well, we're not going to do it, dot, dot, dot. But all the damage is done. And the quarterback had to come out there, like you said, get a press conference. But, boy, McCray, you just shed some light there when you said it's not what he said, it's what he didn't say within his media session. Didn't hit. Didn't hit nothing about film. Nothing about no film. <laughs> just, 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 how, just how hard he worked in college when he was playing baseball and football at the same time. <laughs> That's but, all I heard. Well, he got a – now, from now on, any bad game he has, anytime a defense maybe, you know, gets a couple of takeaways on him, everybody's just going to harp back, well, we should have been studying that oh. film. Like, <laughs> oh, just, oh, just wait till the memes. Oh, oh man, it's going to be so many memes and gifs and all that. Arizona bro. just set themselves up for that one. I mean, they, they, what they think was going to happen. Oh, the monologue at the NFL honors. <laughs> just wait. I'm just thinking about everything. He a trouble. You know how they do the top 100 players? <laughs> he going to come in somewhere and they're going to be like, I don't know how he got this guy. <laughs> Study no tape. I don't know how. <laughs> it's it's going to be a rough year for him, man. He better, yeah, he, yeah. he better win the MVP. <laughs> so, so, as DBs, do you guys say anything on the field to, to a guy like Kyler in the game? 
Oh, it, it, now. Order received. You guys say anything? Now, if he's working us over, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> now, if he, like, if he going deep, I'm like, oh, man, that dude's just talented. But if, man, we picking him off and frustrating him like heck back there, we see him unbuckling his chin strap after every play, getting mad and frustrated, of course, we're going to walk by and say, hey, you should have studied that blitz on tape. <laughs> you hey, that was cover two, if you didn't know. You know I'm, I'm, I'm going to say some things like that to him to keep him frustrated. But, yeah, if he, that guy, I don't know what's going on over there in Arizona, man. I mean, could you imagine a John Randall or a Charles Haley, you know, in a game against Kyler Murray, you know, just just getting past him and saying something? I mean, boy, he'd have heard some stuff back in the day from some of these D, D linemen for sure. Oh, I can see Charles Haley right now after he get a sack getting up talking about, you should have done your homework, boy. This is punishment. Like, send, <laughs> send him back to the field room. You better go get on that surface. They got on the side. <laughs> Remember Nick Cannon couldn't read the uh... <laughs> He was just all talent He couldn't, all read, talent. couldn't read music for nothing Alright let me quit man Kyle, um, Shout out to you man Charles Haley was just in the media In the media tent here at uh, Here at, here at uh, Cowboys camp and um, Apparently Charles had just worked out So here he is super sweaty and he decided He wanted to go hug up on the media Mm-hmm. And give out high fives. Um, did he have I ran the on? other way. I ran the other. I, he did. He oh, did because he just worked out. So he just worked out. But I went. To, I just went the other way, man. And Clarence Hill said, "Yeah, man." He sweated me all up. He said I had to go put on some sanitizer. <laughs> all the sweat he put on. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Charles Haley was a hell of a player on the field. <laughs> that dude is yes. hilarious, man. And I watched him on the pivot. I was like, huh? <laughs> 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 he was on the pit. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was funny. It was funny. Oh, if man. anything, it was that. It was funny. If anything, it was that. It was funny. All right. And let's get our first break in here. Uh, two players I want to talk about on the backside. Uh, Jabril Cox going into his second year, what they expect from him, and the way they're playing Tyler Smith. I want to get you guys' take on the first-round draft pick. Barry Church, Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs. This is a Players Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. 
where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to the Players' Lounge. Cowboys camp is going on. We appreciate everybody checking out the Players' Lounge. Give us a retweet out there. Um, Danny McCray, Barry Church, Nui Scruggs. I am in Oxnard, California. The fellas are back there in the beautiful air-conditioned stadium. Uh, the star, chilling, doing their thing here. Jabril Cox, the former LSU standout, was having a really good season. In fact, they let go. They cut. Jalen Smith, swiper gone. They were going to put Cox in a position to make more plays, but then he suffered a knee injury. Why y'all laughing, man? Y'all I, knew, laughing, I, man? Knew it. I, I knew you was getting ready to throw that swiper in there. I <laughs> this guy. Swiper, no swipes. The guy knew it. I ain't gonna lie though. That celebration was kind of cold though when he made TFLs and stuff. Far in between, but you know. I ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> Shout out to Jalen, man. Hey, look. All I know is if I was a professional wrestler, I would steal that. I would be coming with the swipe. Without a doubt. Swipe. Without a doubt. Clear eye view, man. Clear eye view. Right, right. You know, Usher stole that from him. You know, that clear eye view. Usher stole it from him. Watch this. (laughs) Usher stole that. And that's clear eye view. I know what Usher doing. I know what he's doing. Y'all out of pocket. Hey, Jalen. Hope you're doing all right, bro. (laughs) Wherever you are. He's a. He's, I think he's in camp with the Giants. I, I believe that's where Jalen is, man. Okay. So well, shout out to him. Um, okay. by, yes, yes. By the way, Jabril Cox. We were smelling Jabril Cox. Yeah, LSU, baby. Who, that was why they ended up LSU, letting him go, right, in North Dakota State. So Mike McCarthy says he's coming along well. Uh, he says he's faster than you think. And he said the plan last year was for him to play more. And anyway, they expect Cox to, to take a – there's another second-year player to keep an eye out on and what he can do and bring to this football team. And I'm also thinking about Leighton Vanderesh, who got a one-year deal to come back to the Cowboys. I think that's along the lines of, hey, come back here, play one more year. But if, if Jabril Cox ends up being the player they think, that they may decide to let Leighton Vanderesh go uh, after this season. So I'm really excited to see what can Cox do in this defense under Dan Quinn. You know, once they really allow him to, you know, get unleashed, because they said they're not going to let him just go full, you know, coming off the injury, just go go at it full steam just yet. Did not he say Vanderbilt was not going to be on the team this year? I thought he did. I thought he did. <laughs> now you trying to get rid of him? Mm-hmm. Yes, already yes. Too? Goodness, Chris, shout out yeah, to LV. Uh, uh, look, <laughs> look, he was he was a free agent. Um, I thought he was going to get out on the market. I thought he would get himself a multi-year contract someplace. That so that that that's why I didn't expect him to be here, but. You know, he's back. 
So, but you know, he's on a one-year deal. So when when a guy's on a one-year deal like that, doesn't that speak volumes to you? You guys play in the league. What does that say? Yeah, if you're on a one-year deal and it's not like a franchise tag or a high number like that, you're completely right. You know, the Cowboys are, are basically, you know, they got you at, as the, in the place right now, but they're always looking for replacements. And when we talk about Jabril Cox, I think he has potential to have a a nice a nice place on this defense because you you figure Parsons is not going to be at you know linebacker pretty much every single down. He's going to go back and forth from DN to linebacker. So that leaves a spot where he moves down to that to that defensive end position or wherever blitzing. It leaves a spot for another linebacker to slide in there. And if Jabril Clock, Cox plays his cards right, he can be in, in that kind of dime, kind of third down role because he has a lot of speed. He can run sideline to sideline. We saw that before he got injured in that New York game. He's a solid tackler, and he can cover as well. So I think he has all the intangibles and all the traits to be a every down linebacker in this league, and hopefully he can stay healthy and take advantage of that role when when uh, Parsons goes down and rushes the quarterback and all that other stuff, and him and Blayton Vander Esch can uh, work as a linebacker pair in there. But if all goes to, all goes to you know plan, I could see him supplanting LBE maybe even later on in this season. And, you know if he can if he can get control of that playbook and he can stay healthy, I can see him having a huge role on his defense. Yeah, I think I think the big part of uh, of his game, Jabril Cox, will be the passing game. He's if if he can can elevate his game to be able to be on the field and 11 personnel consistently, then he's going to get a lot of opportunities to be out there and make some plays. If he can't, if he can't cover those nickel runs, if he can't get in get in the uh, in the right uh, zone drops while he's in nickel and figure out those route concepts, then he's going to have a hard time. But his athletic ability will allow him to at least be on the field in 11 personnel. And if he picks the playbook up, like you said, then, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be a short, short stint for LVE. Because what we've seen so far in this league, I mean, each each and every year, the ball is being passed and passed more and more. 11 person like back in the day, it used to be 12 personnel and 21 personnel that heavy rundowns so on first and second down. Now you're seeing 11 personnel pretty much Which first, three, second and third three receivers, three receivers a tight end and a running back. You're seeing that pretty much first, second and third down. And what we've seen in the past before we got a Micah Parsons, before we got a Jabril Cox, it was LVE and Jalen Smith, and they were kind of getting exposed in that passing game. We've seen with Washington with J.D. McKissick and, and Gibson and those receiving running backs, they gave them a lot of problems, especially on third down. So if Cox can come in, pick up that playbook, I can see him being that dime linebacker, that nickel linebacker in those now, situations. Now, I also want to just say, so far what we've seen in camp, we've uh, Leighton Vanderesh has been playing with the ones and looks comfortable. Okay, so so I don't want to put it out here like, hey man, this guy's great to get replaced. No, it is, you know, and, and the, we're talking seventeen games. Guys are going to get injured. I right now it looks like the Cowboys. When you talk about Leighton Vanderesh, Jabril Cox, Micah Parsons, it looks like they've got three linebackers who can get out here and and and, and play. And, and you could feel a comfort versus what they came into last season. You were hoping Parsons would be good. You had question marks about, about Jalen Smith, and then you had the question marks about the health of Leighton Vanderess. So I would say if you start to look at this linebacker position for the Cowboys, you can feel really good about what they think they can be. So um, it's something else to, to keep uh, uh, keep an eye out on. Oh, I want to touch on Tyler. Go uh, ahead. My bad. Go ahead, oh, yeah, and don't forget, well, we talk about LVE and his uh, position moving forward. Don't forget we got my man Damon Clark also. Oh, Lord, so, LSU. Okay. so you got you got some guys who, who they expect to really be able to, uh, to step in and play. So, yeah, I, I understand, Nui, what you're saying, that that one year is, is there for a reason. 
This is a league now where you've got to draft and replace. And I was having this conversation with somebody after camp yesterday. Uh, I, I said, you've got CeeDee Lamb you're going to have to pay. And we just saw that huge deal DK Metcalf mm. signed. So, you know, CeeDee Lamb is going to be coming up soon. Uh, you got Diggs who will come up before CeeDee Lamb because he was a second-round pick, and those are four-year contracts. So what kind of deal do you pay Trayvon Diggs? So the Cowboys are going to have more discussions about contracts. And the contract Dak Prescott signed, it was a four-year extension. So and you know how it works. If you got a four-year deal as a quarterback, it's really a three-year deal because they're going to have a whole lot of money in that last year that they're going to want to renegotiate. So the Cowboys are going to have to be flexible. So having young players that they develop, who they could keep on shorter contracts, that's something that they're going to have to do going forward for a while because they're kind of top-heavy when you start talking, looking at this payroll here of what they got with guys. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And, uh, Inouye, I want to pick your brain a little bit. You were, you're, in a, you're down there in Oxnard getting it in, doing the leg work. I know they haven't been in, in, in uh, pads yet, but what does the trenches look like over there in Oxnard? Oh, D-Law? D-Law, you know, Gallimore, he cut the dreads. I mean, what's the trenches looking like over there? I, I did a sit-down with Osa Digiwuza yesterday, who, who started 12 games last year and ended up starting that first game because Neville Gallimore had gotten hurt. He's been playing with the ones there. I, I saw a great combination the first day in that two-minute drill where they slid Tank inside to D-tackle and they had Parsons lined up next to him. So the big test, guys, you, you know this, haven't played. Let's see what happens next week when they put on the pads and we start seeing some popping going. Uh, right now, though, the defense is ahead of the offense, in my opinion. I mean, it, it, yesterday the defense looked better. Uh, Dak even talked about that first two-minute drill when he got, got picked off of the pick six by Anthony Brown. He was trying to go to the rookie Tolbert, and that you know Tolbert was, was at fault, and then they're working through that. I just think Dan Quinn's defense year two can be better. And... I kind of go back to what you guys have done here. When you've been in a defense and you've already had the experience of a whole season and you know what the coordinator wants and guys have an understanding, you're not thinking as much. And half of football truly is not having to think but just react and go. I, I, I think there's a lot of – I think this defense can be better. The offense I've got questions about from the offensive line, the wide receivers, but this defense, man, these guys have confidence out here, and they believe in what Dan Quinn is doing. And, Danny, you've mentioned about Mike Nolan. There wasn't a whole hell of a lot of belief going on when he was here, but they believe in Dan Quinn. Well, listen, I, I, I need to know, is it close? Because I, I, I've, I've been seeing it on Twitter. I've been seeing a lot of reporters saying how the defense is, is outshining the offense at this time. Is it close, or is it like a total domination? Because we we're hearing Anthony Brown pick six. We're hearing pass breakup from Kurt. Like, we're hearing all this good stuff coming from the defense. What's the offense doing out there? What, what do they look like, specifically in the passing game? Because we know you really can't tell much in the running game. Danny, you broke up a little bit there, but I'll just say this. Um, it, it, it'll be hard to keep Dan Quinn if this defense plays If this defense plays like this. In the NFL, this shit's going to be hard to keep Dan Quinn. <laughs> it's going to be hard it's, to bring him back. You just, you, it's going to be hard to bring him back, man. You just remember the story I told. Can you hear me, Nui? I got you. Okay, I got you, you just remember the story I used to tell y'all about when I went to Chicago, okay? And defense was out there killing the offense. And, and we, Mel Tucker, we like, oh, we good. We finna go out there and shine. Only to find out that the offense was not that good, okay? <laughs> we went out there and we went out there in the regular season. We was like, oh, this is why. <laughs> and we was out there getting chopped up on defense. <laughs>
I'm just saying, you know, that's that's why I'm asking, like, is it close or is it something that you're seeing with the offense to where it's like we really have some stuff to work on or is Dan Quinn's defense, like, really elevated their game that much? Okay, uh, yes, there, there's no Mike Evans out there. There's no Chris Godwin. There's no Julio Jones, which you'll see week one. You know, that's not over there right now uh, that they're going up against in, in camp, okay? So, so you're right on that end. And then, you know, week two when you talk about Jamar Chase and Boyd and what they're going at with Cincinnati. So it's not that. That's not what they're facing. But when you don't have that, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to do what they're doing here. They're still figuring some things out offensively right now. I go back to, to you know command, control, and confidence, those three C's. Right now, that's how, when you talk to the defensive players, that's how they're feeling. When I sat down with Osa Diggy Woozy yesterday, talked about the D-line, they, they spoke, he spoke about, you know, we want to be able to stop the run, which to me is where the Cowboys lost against good teams last year. They couldn't be able to stop the run. So they feel more confident about what they're doing, and they believe in Dan Quinn. So, so far, that's good. But, well, you know, we got to see guys – with these pads start popping, when it gets real, and right now we're, we're not there yet. But so far, was that all I can go by is what I see. So far, the defense looks better. Yeah, when, when you have a belief in your defensive coordinator, I mean, it goes a long way. And as you see, he, he's going out there. Dan Quinn is going through the drills with these guys. He's not just sitting back and saying, oh, you know, do this here or do that here. He's actually going out and doing these drills with the defensive line, with the linebackers. So I know the players have high belief in them. And when you have – when your players have that much belief in them, they'll run through a brick wall for you. So I can see this defense, you know, if not – being a lot better, being at least the same as they were last year, which was a playoff caliber defense. Um, but when we talk about offensively, you know, I'm talking about the, the wide receiver core out there. What does the young rookie Jalen Tolbert look like? And USFL's MVP, what is his name? Uh, is it Turbin? Kevon Turpin. All right, let, let's hit a break and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll hit those two points next. Let's hit a break right here on the Players Lounge. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King. Rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go? <laughs> And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. 
You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Players Lounge, coming to you from two locations. I'm New East Crooks down here at Oxnard, California, Cowboys Training Camp. Barry Church, Danny McCray, back at the star in Frisco. You can find this show also now on Spotify. We, get, we need to get the numbers up, okay? All right, we're not getting enough numbers here on the show. People, tell a friend, <laughs> retweet it. We need you to help us make the show better, okay? Barry Church got to eat. Okay, Barry to. Church got to get out here. <laughs> Barry Church got to get out here and get these vacations in, okay? <laughs> he can't take vacations unless we get these numbers up. I can't. All right? I can't. Danny, Danny McCray, you, you're a reality TV show star now. Get your peoples to get us some more numbers up, man. Yeah, McCray. Uh, yeah. Uh, What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I retweeted it. We ain't talk. We not talking about the challenge or survival on here. Them, 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 them people are not football fans. They are reality TV fans. Who are the Cowboys? Yeah, like well, <laughs> what y'all talking about? They don't even recognize me for playing for the Cowboys. They be like, you that dude for survival? It's official. Oh, He's you booked. On the, you on the challenge? He's booked. And this is the excellent opportunity for you to give them the pivot. Yes, that is me, but I'm also here. Go ahead, mm-hmm. check us out. Give us mm-hmm. a follow. Give us a like. See, that's where that's where you can take that opportunity to go ahead and help move the needle on the show. Now, you asked about Jalen Tolbert, the rookie receiver. Mike McCarthy saying nice things. Look, you guys know he's a rookie. I just think it's a lot to ask a rookie right out the gate to sit up here and, hey, be this factor. Uh, Michael Gallup, I was there at the presser yesterday when he met with the media where he says it's unrealistic. He will not be out there for week number one. Then I felt like I was listening to LeBron while he didn't say it. was like, not week one, not one, not two, not three, not four. So I don't know when we're going to see him. If you're going to take him in your fantasy football draft, you better go ahead and, and make sure you got at least somebody there for the first month. Okay? Get somebody there for the first month. Go take him a minute to get back. He just put on cleats yesterday for the first time. He said, yeah, they finally let me put on cleats. That kind of gives you an indication of how far he is. So, you know, September 11th, not going to be there and so on. So I'd probably say the first four games, don't look for Michael Gallup right now. Uh, James Washington, the receiver, tweaked the shoulder. I got to go back and get some more information on that. When he tried to dive for a, a Dak Prescott ball, so... Look, man, a receiving core right now, this got issues. The offensive line, it's got issues, guys. Does it, does it uh, not make you guys nervous? Listen, I, I actually think that Tobert is going to have a good year. Okay. I think, and just based off of how our offenses ran, I believe that C.D. Lamb is going to get a lot of attention, which is going to leave Dalton Schultz yes. and Tobert open for a lot of opportunities. There's no gallop there. We're not sure about James, uh, about Washington because of the shoulder. You're not sure what and you're going to get from him. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking at him as stepping in and being able to be a guy who can take a little pressure off of, of CeeDee Lamb. Will he be able to step up to the plate and, 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 and really take advantage of it? I'm not sure. But we've seen some first-year receivers over the past few years 
be able to get out there and make some plays. Now, they were first-round draft picks, but it is possible for a first-round receiver to be an impact player in this league. It's just I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, man. I mean, Dan Quinn got that defense flying around. You know, they're all, you know, healthy and, and uh, glued together. But this offense, man, it's relying on a, on a leaky O-line, a little older O-line, the running game, which we've been preaching for since day one. You probably going to get about 12 carries a game out of those guys. So that relies on... You know, CeeDee Lamb getting doubled. Can Schultz, you know, on a consistent basis beat one-on-one coverage? I, I don't know. I'll tell you what, okay? When we used to talk about Green Bay and y'all was like, who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? All right? And he made those right? uh, Valdez, Scantlin. Uh, I forgot who the other guy was that was uh, opposite of him and Devontae Adams. He got those guys involved, and they were able to make some plays. Right? Uh, Alan Lazard. Alan, Alan Lazard. Right? So they, okay. they were able to get out there and make yes. some plays, okay? Dak Prescott, who we are saying is one of those top-notch quarterbacks. I'm not saying, is he A-Rod? Who is, who is, I'm not saying he's A-Rod, but he should still be able to, to at least help these guys be able to be uh, make an impact on the team, all right? They, they should not be invisible players out there when you have a guy like Dak Prescott, who you say is the leader of your team, who is a top-notch quarterback. He got paid like a top-notch quarterback. He should be able to make sure that these guys are ready to go. And we heard him say it. He said they're they're working it out. They're getting on the same page, but we expect that to be all sealed up by the time we get to week one. I think that's what it's, it's going to come down to this year is, you know, can Dak kind of be that Brady, that Manning, where he elevates guys to, you know, before, before oh, that, you know, he might be an all right receiver, but, you know, he's over here with Peyton and he elevated to a Pro Bowl. So, like, can, can Dak be that quarterback to elevate the talent around him to make it seem like this offense is a lot better than it is? Hopefully so. The jury's still out. Don't forget, okay, we watched Noah Brown and Cedric and all those guys. We were like, why is the ball not going to CD and going to Amari Cooper? That's true. And he was getting those guys involved. So, I still think he'll be able to get, get, get my man Tobert involved. Okay. This is where the word franchise comes into the, the, the conversation. This is what franchise guys do. I go back to when Tony Romo made Laurent Robinson a whole lot of money oh, when he was, was playing with the Cowboys. <laughs> when, when Miles Austin became a pro bowler out of nowhere, I mean, Tony was throwing to these guys and he gave them opportunities here. I will say this. If you're in the fantasy football league, Go get Dalton Schultz because Dalton Schultz already in practice has been catching some balls here. So he's going to have an excellent opportunity to catch a lot of passes. But this is the challenge for Dak Prescott. How do you go and help a Tolbert get better? How do you fill in the gaps? He spoke about the connection with James Washington and, and how he has to figure out how to throw to him. And, and, and so they've got a more of a connection. Uh, I'll give him credit. He went out there and got guys in Florida. They go down to Miami. They worked out together. They were trying to, you know, trying to find the chemistry. And he talked about how work working with Tolbert and Sean McEwen, the backup tight end, that he found out more about how they like the ball. They started working on chemistry there. I give Dak Prescott a whole lot of credit, especially when you hear Jefferson in, in Minnesota talking about how guys all got together down in Florida, but they couldn't get <laughs> Kirk Cousins out there because Kirk Cousins said he wanted to spend time with his family. Uh -huh. I'm like, wow, Kirk Cousins can't take his family to Florida to go work out with his players? <laughs> but oh well. So at least Dak Prescott is trying to do his part of it while Kirk Cousins is taking that bag. He ain't, he ain't got no time. To put a, I mean, is, is Tony Pollard lining up at receiver? Have you seen him line up in the slot or anywhere outside of the backfield? Tony Pollard, 
in my opinion, and just listen to McCarthy, Tony Pollard is a guy who's going to have opportunities. And I think this is one place when, when you start to ask yourself, okay, who are receivers out here? Who, you know, how do you make up for that? I think we see Tony Pollard in a lot of places this year. Uh, it, you know, and, and really some, some two back sets where you got Zeke back here and you put Tony Pollard in different places. So and you guys are young, but Eric Metcalf, was a really good football player. And when they got him into space, man, he was able to do some special things. And I think Tony Pollard could be an Eric Metcalf type of player that Kellen Moore uses in this offense. And if Kellen Moore uses him out here, I think that they're going to have, you know, they're going to have an opportunity to be better. Ezekiel Elliott says he feels really good. Miami McCarthy had nothing but good things to say for him. I think that's one way you help that receiving core is by putting Tony Pollard out there. In fact, I'm going to make sure I focus on Tony Pollard when I go out to practice today, guys. Yeah, at the end of the day, I still feel like if they don't get this run game going, we ain't going nowhere as an offense. Yeah, Zeke, Zeke cannot average 59 uh, yards a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't average 59 yards a game. My man, the, the stat is still true, okay? I think when you get a man 20 carries, the, the their win percentage is like 10 times over their like normal. 27 their normal and 1 or right? something like so that, like, yeah. It's there, all right? You got to run the ball. So hopefully hopefully we get that. But, yeah, let us know what Tony Pollard looks like uh, next week, Newley. Come on, Kellen. Look, I, I'm going to say this again. that Those first two games when you've got Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and you got the Bengals and Joe Burrow, Running the football is going to be the best thing you can do to, to one keep that keep that all, those all other offenses off the field. Give your lead, give yourself a lead at home, shorten the football game, and help your defense out. So, guys, you're on point. Run the dog on football here. And if Zeke Elliott is back to where he believes he is healthy, and you've got Tony Pollard, who's also oh by the way going into a contract year, and you know how guys are balling out when they about to get a bag, <laughs> go ahead and do it, man. Go ahead and lean on the run game. So that's that's. Good stuff. Hey, that's the time we've got here on the Players Lounge. Barry Church, Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs. We appreciate you checking us out. Please tell a friend. Check us out on Spotify. Retweet the show. Tell people. All right, we got to get these numbers up. Church can't go golfing if the numbers <laughs> don't get up. He can't afford to pay these golf prices. All right? Oh, man. Help your brother out, man. Help Let me go out here and sweat. <laughs> I'm, I'm going out here to sweat in this Oxnard sun. I think it's up to 71 degrees right now. So let me go get my hat. We'll check you out next time right here on the Player Signs on DallasCowboys.com radio. Put that black Jack Black on. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!